Oh yeah. I want to wish everyone a happy Memorial Day weekend. Did I say that right? Well, there we go. Welcome to another episode of the Alski Show on this beautiful Memorial Day weekend. How's that? I think that sounds a little bit better. I want to send a special thanks to Danny Diablo, a.k.a. Isaac DMS, New York City Hardcore, for last week's show with the brothers Scam Dust, Vietnam, the infamous MQ, Hoya, my brother Broski, FC Gas Crew, DJ Sev1, for a wild and crazy show last week. That was definitely unscripted, like all my shows, but... Even more so, being caught down in a basement out in uh, Brooklyn Bazaar. It was an experience, it definitely was. I also want to thank our sponsors. Ryan over at Stickified. Karen in Australia at Gallery 448. Fam 561. And Spankin' New Music. Check out their pages, support those that support you. That's right. Also... On the birthday shout-outs, birthday shout-out to Bushwick Bill's little girl. That's right. A very, very, very happy birthday to my son, Big Rock. Yep, yep, yep. Also, happy anniversary to my wifey and myself. The one that holds it all down. Without the wifey, there ain't shit going down. That's right. Behind the scenes. Be sure to follow the Alski, the Alski show page as well. If you need some t-shirts, check out www.outtocrash.com. Canvases and whatever else is on there. Uh, also, I want to send my condolences to Fade. His dad passed away. May he rest in peace. Also, uh, a few weeks back, Tina Wolf, the sister of DG... Sad, sad, very sad when people pass. All right, we got shout-outs going out to my brother in the cut, New York. Brother from day one. Big shout-out to Don357, BKC Mob. John Saunders, showing mad love on my page all the time. Big ups to Cup Label 228. Street Type 1, my brother Duel, RIS Crew. Sipping Diesel... And B dot breakbeat, pronounced breakbeat. A sister venture down in the Twin City. Big ups to everybody out there that supports the show. Now, I'm gonna get to the interview. Let's let's get to the page here. Let's see uh, to the to the homepage. Uh, my guest this week is his name is Graffiti Pete. And uh, you really need to check out his page. He does some nice fucking work. You know, this is what it's all about. You know, spread the love. And uh, seriously, he does some nice work. We're gonna we're gonna get him on the phone. What's up? Hey, Graffiti Pete. Happy. Yo, uh, what's happening? Happy Memorial Day weekend. I think uh, that's, that's right. how you happy say Saturday it. Saturday morning. Yeah, Saturday yeah, morning. Yeah, like but that, but yeah. you got to remember, Sunday is when the show goes up. So yeah, you just blew it up. It's all right. We pre-record. Uh, yeah, we're on cut. <laughs> nah, fuck that. Don't worry yeah. about. It. But you can yeah, bleep that shit. Yeah, God, bleep nothing. I don't. I never bleep <laughs> a fucking thing. Anyway, right. Um, right. it's it's you know. 
a beautiful weekend. I'm waiting for a little more heat. I mean, where, where, where are you right now? It's coming. I'm on Staten Island. Oh, you're I'm, in Staten uh, Island. Yeah, South, oh, shit. South Beach, Staten Island. There you go. Yeah. How's the weather over there? Yeah, so it's fantastic. I'm sitting out in the yard, and the dog and my wife, just kicking it. Oh, that's so fucking funny because we actually... I actually do my show in the in the kitchen, the sunroom, wherever. Today I go right. to my wife. I'm like, shit, I forgot to charge my phone. Let's charge the phone. I set everything up uh, uh, outside in the backyard. You know, barbecue's ready to go uh, in a little bit. Sure. You know, getting ready to jump in the yeah. pool if the fucking uh, if I get a little more heat because I'm freezing right now. I got a sweatshirt. I mean, you know, where I am, I'm yeah. I'm up north. And uh, right, the, the weather's a little crisp. It's got to be 15 but, degrees cooler. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, now, you know, you ride. You, you got this Ducati. Yeah. I remember saying get a Harley. And you're like, yeah, my whole family, you know, they, they all ride Harleys. And, you know, eventually. Right. What, what, what's the deal with yeah. the Ducati stuff? I mean, a great uh, bike, you know, obviously. I, yeah, yeah, that's that dope. Um, I don't, I, 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 I've been riding bikes since I was like eight, 10, whatever it is, years old. Like we said, the neighborhood had a few bikes and we would just kind of sell them to each other for a hundred bucks and, and yeah. we all have dirt bikes. And then I started racing dirt bikes and then um, I wound up getting my first uh, street bike through uh, the dealership on the island here that used to you know help me out with parts and here and there. And then I just got into riding riding bikes. And like, like my, my cousin rode, he had like a Honda Shadow 1100 and rode it to Alaska and back. And then, like, yeah, like a bunch of other cousins uh, lived in Queens, and they all had they all had Harleys and shit. And I remember I burnt myself on on uh, my cousin's Harley when I was like three or four years old, and everybody thinks that that's that's what kind of like that's when I started to really like it because ever since then it's always been bikes. And you know, Ducati always had a had a, a great re- reputation. They were always fast. They were always winning races, and that was always like the dream yeah. bike. And then um, you know, so I would you know just ride whatever I can get. You know, whatever I can get. I had my Ninja for a while, and then. I moved to Florida and I had that, um, and then all my cousins down there all had Harleys and cars. that's when like the the um, the chopper craze started coming, like yeah. early nineties. Yeah, I'm not I'm not into the choppers though. Bikes. Yeah, I'm see, they're, they're really know, uncomfortable. You that, know what that, I mean? like, forget the uncomfortable. Let's let, let's start from the top. Number one, you get a custom right. built chopper, right? And you're looking right. at anywhere from sixty k to a hundred plus up. Right. You name it, yeah. Now, yep. I have a friend of mine. He's a crane operator, right? I forgot right. what bike it was. I think uh, Big Dog or... Yeah, Big Dog. I think uh, he paid... I mean, this is going back a few years. I think he paid like 70000 for the bike, right? Custom right. built yep. to his taste, all this bullshit, whatever. Sure. Now, they're rigid bikes. Now, what rigid means is there's no suspension, no suspension. whatsoever. Yeah, in the so, back, yeah. Right. So now... You know, he, uh, he his wife is pregnant. He's like, oh, I, I gotta I gotta sell the bike, and you know, I think I'm gonna take some of that money and I'm gonna buy like a rat rod, which is cool, right? Right. Yeah. But like me personally, like it's it, it's in my law book. I have I have three Hollies, and no uh-huh. matter no matter what, I would never sell my bikes because of kids. I got four kids, you know. Right, right. When my <laughs> wife got pregnant, yeah. everybody's like, "Hi, ah, you're gonna sell your Harley?" Huh? Uh, I was like, "What?" Right. I'm like, "What are you talking Got about?" Well, you, you know, yeah. you're a family man now. I'm like, "So that don't mean I'm fucking yeah. dead." You know, right, right. And, and, and as exactly. the years went on, you know, I bought this bike, that bike, this bike, whatever. I, I'm down to three bikes. I love right. all of them, and they're all Harleys, you know. But right. uh, getting yeah. back to uh, to the story, this guy Mike, uh, he he goes to put it on eBay, and I think he puts it up for 
like 50 grand, right? So I'm like, right. wow, you know, you could get that type of money for these fucking things. Bike was beautiful. Yeah. But then Are I start, <laughs> yeah, so I start doing my homework, typing up Big Dog and all these other fucking choppers, and they're going for like 10 grand, 15 grand. So I'm like, <laughs> how the fuck do you spend 70 grand on a bike and then you're selling it a few years later, getting absolute right. shit for it? Lo and, right, yeah, for, lo and behold. For what, the rim, for what the rim costs. Right. So lo and behold. Yeah. You know, he starts knocking off on the price, knocking off, knocking off, knocking off. He was fortunate enough to get 15000 for his bike. So I'm like, right. yo, dude, you spent seventy grand on this bike. You had it a few fucking years, and that's what you're going to take? I mean, that that's yeah. a ripoff. That's kicking the nuts, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, pretty much, yeah. You know, you might as well get right. a rope and fucking pull on him. It's just fucking ridiculous. Right, right. I was so, selling for parts. Yeah. So the problem, the problem with that is, is there's no resale value yeah. whatsoever. So right. me personally, forget about the uncomfortable ride of being a rigid. It's like, why would right. you buy a bike and then get nothing for it? And then yeah, even yeah. even more so, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to keep it in your garage. You're going to, you know, put it in the fucking family room, whatever. But there's right, no right. value to the bike, even though it's beautiful. You know what I'm right. saying? And, 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 and yeah, because those those prices were got inflated so high because they were trendy. Everybody right, like the Barrett Jackson like, show. Uh, right, there, and there were a handful of guys that built really like high end, fantastic bikes. So those, they were fetching that that, that kind of dough because they were trendy and they, the, the supply was limited. Mm -hmm. So everyone was paying whatever they could, and then you know, paying, then it just kind of took off, and everybody was that that could you know that could build a bike was you know you know charging eighty ninety grand for a bike. And then they then they they weren't done correctly, so they were a lot of them were breaking. Mm -hmm. And then the style changed. I mean, and it's like you know, and then every, no one wanted real like you know fifteen foot bikes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone wanted different, you know. And then so so they kind of fell out at a trend. So and just like any any market that you know, then the, the value went down. And then you had a you know you had to bite the bullet and you know any that you know get kicked in the nuts yeah. or you know or change it or do something else with it if you were that hardcore about it. You know? Yeah, true. But you know what? I I mean, look, yeah. my 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 road king is what uh, two thousand two. Yeah, yeah, and motorhome. I put I put money into it. I got a beautiful paint job on it. I tried to replicate the '57 right. Chevy Bel Air. You know oh, how nice, it yeah. was, you know, red and then white because that's the color of my bike. You know, my saddlebags. Right. I invested in saddlebags. You know, four inch extensions on them. You know, so nice. it looks nice yeah. and low. I didn't go bagger as far as the rear fender because to me that took right. away from the bike, and I try to keep it like a retro look. Which I sure. think I, I pulled off pretty good. I got nice beach bars on it. You know, I got uh, right. the, uh, the 50, I believe it's the 1954 emblem off of Harley, which is gold and chrome. Oh, cool, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the front rim, I got a 52 Fat Daddy spoke from DNA. You know, nice 21-inch with the white walls. So the bike looks pretty right. retro. A yeah, lot of yeah. people ask right. me, yo, what year is that? You know, because the color throws right. them off. You know, the beach bars right. and all that shit. And to this day, I mean, people, if you do your history, you know, your history check on values of bikes, you know, Harley now, they, they dropped a bit in price because they came out with this new line, right? And to me, uh, I really don't yeah. like it, to be honest with you. I mean, it's supposedly a great ride, whatever. But, you know, the, the bike, I've been offered 15K for my bike. 
And to yeah. me, that's a, an investment. The bike is 2002. You know, she's pretty old. Right, right. But, yeah, that'll uh, run for a long time. Right. And I don't plan on selling it, period. You know, I got kids. And, right. and my kids already picked out the cars and the bikes. Who's getting that bike? And so right. So forth, right? <laughs> right, right. So now, me, you see, like you, you're, you're, you're pretty confined because you got a Ducati. You're in that crouch position. And, you know, you're... you're no, the one I have, I'm not real. I, got, I, have, I have a Hyper, a Hyper Motard SP. And oh. that's more of like a super, that's like a super moto style. So oh. it, kinda, it looks like a, my head, so it's almost like a, you know, like loose term of a dirt bike. Right, right, right. T- like, you know, like that. So I'm sitting, you know, I have, you know, it's an 83. You're higher, um, you're higher up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my, my position is more like a dirt bike position, um, where it's a lot more fun. Like when I had, when oh, I had my you see now, not for nothing, York, but looking it, at the pictures that you had posted, it kind of threw me off. I, I thought you were pretty much, yeah, yeah. you know, crouched down. No, laying down. No, I'm, no actually, I'm, I'm working on a, uh, I'm, I'm wrapping a uh, Ducati V4 right now, mm-hmm. and I rode that, and I was like, never again. Only, I mean, like, I, it, the bike is fantastic. I have no disrespect to the bike, but like, it just tore my back up. Like, being yeah. in that position, like, lay, like, leaning on your hands for so long, and right. the bike is it's a crazy, it has so much power. It's like, you got to hold on to the thing. It's not, it's not a very, oh, yeah. you know, it's not a smooth Right, like it, it's angry. It wants to fucking go a million yeah. miles an hour. Yep. You know, so it's it's you know it's just that's not an, an, an around the town ride. So that's why I went, went to you know to Florida and then I came back when I and I went all over the. I lived in Colorado when I came back and I wanted a new bike. I and I saw the hyper. I was like, shit, that's what I want. Also because of I didn't want to fuck my back up anymore. Mm-hmm. But then it was it was an easier ride around town. You know, like the, you know you know the streets over here are yeah. bullshit. So you know, like I, I could I could hit up. I know I could jump off a curb if I wanted. Like I have you know right, like right. ten inches of suspension. So I'm not going to hit. You know, like I've I've gotten flat tires on bikes and and cars around town. So mm-hmm. I'm like I just I think it'll be cool and it's a lot more fun. You know, I could I could put more things on it. You know what I mean? So oh, well, um, that's so true. The hyper that's... became like. Mm-hmm. I no 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 guy. Yeah, I got it. I was, it was perfect. Yeah, no, it was. It was like this is the perfect bike for me around town. Like that, you, yeah, even you. that size motor. Like I don't need a giant motor I to go a, mil- a mil- million miles an hour on the BQE. Like that's just not happening. Yeah, I, I could you. maneuver around anything. You know, like I, I could park anywhere. Like it's, it's what's, very what's convenient. What's the weight? What's the weight on that? What's the weight on that? Uh, wet. Obviously, wet means you know with all your fluids. Yeah, with everything. And I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd have to say. I mean, I say like it's. I mean, I've never weighed it, but. It's it's um it's maneuverable. It's manageable for you know. Like I could I could wheel it around. I take five hundred maybe a little bit more. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I re- like see, I, that's like a rough ballpark. See, like me, you know, people are like, why do you have three bikes? And if you look at right. if you look at my bikes, like my Road King's got the beach bars, which is a relaxed position. Right, cruising. Uh, yeah. My my Road King's got a lot of balls. You know, and uh, yeah. I, I take it up to Boston. Uh, I, I I went to D.C. a few years back nice. for the uh, Rolling Thunder run, which is happening this cool. weekend as well. Uh, right. you know, thank you to the vets. You know, thank you for your services. Yes. Uh, yes. Also, my friend Robert Hendricks that passed away in Afghanistan a couple of weeks back. Young kid, Oof. 25 years old. You know, I worked oh, with sure. him and, you know, he, he passed. So, you know, Memorial Day weekend now means a lot more to me. You know, for uh, yeah, for sure. Robert and and everybody else, Personally. but uh, absolutely. You know, like my Road King is 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 great around town. It's great on the road. It's great all around. It's just a heavier bike. Yeah. You know, I got my saddlebags. Yeah, yeah. You know, I could put the sissy bar on and put more luggage. And you know, that bike is right. basically 
for me, I, I like the solo seat look. But when I when yeah. I take my 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 daughters and my wife out, you know, I got to put the rear seat on with the sissy bar. You know, my right, youngest yeah. daughter's seven years old. She loves to ride. Right. My oldest daughter, she's right. 18. She's been riding since she was six with me. Awesome. You know, my wife don't ride after we had the kids. You know, on occasion she'll right. take a quick blast, but she's like, no. You know, and I, and I respect right. her decision because she's like, God forbid both of us get wiped out. Who's going to take yeah, care of right. kids? Yeah. So, you know, I respect that, but I do miss, you know, having my wife with me. Um, sure. But uh, then I, I I went down to uh, a 2002 Fat Boy, and oh, this bike like I, I I love this bike. Uh, it's beautiful. It's silver. It's got the the chrome rims on it from uh, from a CVO, which is the Fat Boy. The right. flat, you know, no holes in the rim whatsoever. It's pretty much looking yeah, into yeah, a mirror. Yeah, uh, you know, yep. I I dropped the rear an inch. Uh, I put 16-inch fucking uh, A-Pangas on it. So nice. that basically, I like riding that around town where I live. You know, I've been in yeah, and out of the boroughs and up north. You know, but that right. that's more to me like a gangster-looking bike. I love the fucking thing. Yeah. It's, it's great. Right. So, you know, that's my riding changes. You know what I'm saying? Then Yeah, yeah. And it depends on what you feel. You know? Right. And then I dropped uh, to, uh, to a Dyna Lowrider S. 2016 oh. Lowrider S. Bike is still worth a shitload of money because it was only right. made 2016 and 2017. I got an 1800 right. cubic inch motor in that fucking bike. The bike does burnouts in a heartbeat. Pops right. wheelies like you would not believe. And yeah, then, and then the best, I bought a full face. I'm not a full face guy. I bought a full right. face helmet. Uh, I got a shoey. Uh, I forgot what a uh, uh, R something twelve hundred whatever it is. It was like right. a six hundred dollar helmet. It's you know Schnell approved and all that shit, and uh, right. it's a good helmet. And the reason why I bought it, I mean up north you got a lot of mosquitoes. Number one, and oh, then yeah. on that diner, you know when I take it into Queens or Brooklyn or whatever, you know I'm I'm on I'm on the Parkway and. This bike is 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 like a Jap bike, but with the Harley tag yeah. on it, and right, I have right, to right. I have to crouch down. You know, you're hitting a buck ten, a buck twenty. Oh, you know, yeah, right. The shit, the shit moves. Your skin starts flapping at about. Yeah, 90, man. Yeah. You know, forget that shit. I mean, if you gotta, you know, I smoke when I ride. You know, but on that bike right. with the full face, I can't smoke. Because yeah, right. it's exactly that. And, dude, you know, I respect the people that ride the Rice Rockets, but mm. I wouldn't be able to ride that all the time. See, like, if you're around town yeah. just going for a blast, you ride it like a regular Harley. But the minute you're exactly. on that parkway, you're out. Right. You're out. And if you're yeah. not wearing a full face crouching down, you're, you're going yeah. to feel it when you get off the bike. So, me oh, personally... Sure. Right. I got I got three different options of riding styles and I love it. Sure. You know, if it was up yeah. to me, I'd have a few other bikes and I will eventually. But my wife keeps telling me, "You get another bike, you're going to be sleeping in the garage." <laughs> sure, so, you'll be, yeah, you'll be sleeping with. Yeah, them. <laughs> so I mean, and not that I right. mind, but I I'd rather be you know next to my wife at night. But um, 
Right. Anyway, yeah, right. anyway yeah. it is what I mean, it I'll, is. I'll, I'll probably get another one soon, and I'll probably like, I don't know. Like, I'm looking at the like the Duke, like I'm I'm pretty brand loyal. Ducati's been great to me personally and professionally. So like I'm 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 nice and brand loyal with them. So like the the Diavel is kind of like the fat boy, you know. Of you know, like if you had to look at it real real fast, it kind of looks like a fat boy. It's low to the ground. Nice. It's more of a cruiser style bike, and that bike is dope. I got I got to so, look into that. I got I got to see because you know oh, Ducati does fantastic. have. A, a, a big uh, for people that don't know that are trying to ride Ducati has your anywhere from 9,000 up to yeah. 100 and change you know sure, so yeah. it's the, it, there's the a, new scrambler. A, a big span in, in riding styles with Ducati yeah yeah, like you know? they have they have a bike called called the Scrambler, and mm-hmm. there's probably six or seven different ver- uh, versions of it and, and different mo- motor sizes, and it's probably one of the more customizable bikes, you know, out of the, from the factory. Like it's right. like it's a, like a cafe racer style. You you mm-hmm. can put clip-ons on it, and now you're in this position. You can put regular bars on it, and you right. can be like on a dirt bike. Yep, you know, like, and all these different things, and and they're, it's and they're they're a great entry level bike for someone who's like I think I want to try a bike. Like there, you can get a, like a smaller motor that that. that could, you know, with with a bunch of torque, and it goes, you know. So and mm-hmm. so, it, it's a they're they're fantastic bikes. They're like the, the scrambles look like a blast to ride, and I, I know mm-hmm. I know a lot of guys that ride them and love them. Yeah, I got I got to say, I'm you know me like I said, I'm a Holly guy. I'm a little closed minded when it comes to buying one, but not right. that I would never get one. It's just that you know, sure. I, at my age, it's like, do I really want to like get into that rice rocket type of shit? You know, because right. well, it's not it's listen, Italian. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a pasta rocket. Right, yeah. It's the world's fastest espresso machine. World's, world's fastest espresso machine. Yeah, yeah. I you like know? your style. Are you Italian, Pete? Of course. Okay, cause I, I figured Staten yeah. Island, all that, you know, but yeah, that's yeah, funny. Yeah. A pasta Marino. rocket. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's fucking funny. That, look, yeah, bikes right. are beautiful. I love all types of bikes, yeah. but to own it, you know, right. at my age, my size, you know, bones don't heal as fast, regardless. Whatever oh, you, yeah, man. Whatever you get clipped on, listen, I got clipped by a truck in Manhattan. And thank God, the only thing that happened, the bike got totaled and, and it ran my foot over. And that was right. pretty much it. And I was up and out in like three months. But now it's like shit, you know, right, life, right. life is, like, is short. Like with, like with mine, I could choose if I want like if, if I, if I want to just go and, and blast and take off, I'm capable of doing that. If I want to just go cruise on the highway and drive somewhere, like I, I could do that. So like, that's, like, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, there are, like, I don't, I've risked my life doing a, a pl- plenty of things, you know, earlier, but like, I'm, mm-hmm. like, I'm not into that now. I just, I want to, you know, enjoy myself. Yeah. Like, like we're, you know, I'm, I'm potentially, we're going to be relocating down to Nashville relatively soon. Are and, you? Um, and uh, my, yeah, my aunt uh, works for Harley Davidson dealership down there, and it may be hard for then my next bike to not be a Harley because I, oh, I my, my family's all, all all into it and shit like that. So it may be, it may be. It may be in, in, in the cards. I got to see once they get down there. Yeah, um, well, I, I, I could guarantee like you. I could guarantee you. You, you know, the, some of the bikes are really amazing. Like the new Fat oh, Boy. Fantastic. To yeah. me, the new Fat Boy looks gorgeous. I think it's like twenty two to twenty five thousand. I think I, I remember yeah. seeing them. I'm not sure on the price. But like right. I said, you know, uh, like a lot of the older Harley riders, they, they're like, I ain't switching over. Fuck this. Fuck that. Right, right. You know, they complain about right. Harley parts and this. A lot of people that ride Harleys, you see, like I, I'm a member in a couple of different uh, pages, right? 
And uh, the right. people that own diners hate every other fucking uh, Harley. And I'm like, these people are stupid. Like some poor bastard right. will say, listen, I, I just got my diner. You know, my check engine light came on. You know, what do I do? Or, you know, they, they ask for advice, right? You get people that right. give you good advice, but then you get the assholes like, oh, that's uh, when the check engine light comes on. Uh, check your antifreeze. You know, Harleys don't have antifreeze. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or oh, that's your, uh, you got to fill your blinker up with blinker fluid you know it's like they're, they're, right, they're fucking yeah, yeah. idiots and then like right. argument's sake like i have that diner lowrider s the people that couldn't afford the lowrider s that got the regular diner because there's a big difference yeah. in price i think they were like 13 oh, to four, sure. 13 to fourteen thousand. mine was mine was 20 you know right they're right. like oh that's uh sons of anarchy bike you know you're a poser you're this you know i'm like fuck you <laughs> then i had one guy right he had a street he has a street bob which is in the diner class right yeah and yeah. me personally i don't like the street bob I, I think it's ugly it's got dual little headlights on it it's got an ugly fender right. to my opinion right and yeah. the guy like i made a comment some guy had the same bike like me but he put fucking turbo on it. And I was like, wow, that bike must be a oh. rocket. I thought my yeah. bike was fast. So this guy jumps in and he's like, your bike is fast. He's like, yo, you, you don't know how to ride. You ain't a ride. I'm like, yo, nigga, oh, I've been right. riding for good, fucking, right. I've been riding for years. I'm like, it's good enough for right. me. I'm like, why, what the yeah. fuck you got? So now I fucking, I, as I'm texting, uh, messaging back, I go to his page. He's got like fucking 10 followers. He's a truck driver. Right. <laughs> his bike is All ugly right. as fucking shit. And I'm saying, right. are you fucking kidding me? So now like he yeah. starts goofing on me. Like, Oh, my bike's got, uh, my bike's got, uh, 120, uh, horse to the torque to the rear and all this bullshit so i'm like what right. i'm like so you I'm spent so now i'm going oh so you spent a lot of money to get what i got stock and, oh my right. god so now i start <laughs> yeah. ripping into him i'm like yo truck driver you're fucking angry yeah. where the fucking lot lizards for you for those of you that don't right. know truck drivers got stickers if they don't want the hookers to come to the truck at night when they're sleeping they have a sticker with a lizard with the fucking ghostbuster logo you know what i'm saying Right, so yeah, I'm yeah. like I'm going off on this guy and like he's coming at me with stupidity and I'm like, yo, dude, I own three fucking Harleys. You got one. You spent money to make yeah. yours, you know, similar to my bike. So like if I drop if I drop five, six grand on my fucking diner, I'll be fucking out like a fucking motherfucker. I got Bassani Road Rage right. three pipes on my bike. I got a tuner in right. it. You know, it's not stock stock, but the motor stock. I didn't do no fucking uh no head work or fucking cams. You know what I'm saying? Right. And when it yeah, when yeah. it needs factory, it, I'll get it done. Factory fast. Yeah. And right. and seriously, this thing fucking burns out like a fucking car. You could lift it without yeah. a problem, and I, I'm telling you, uh, one time I was I was riding, I'm going down, I'm by the Triborough Bridge, I'm going uh, by the Burger King. There's a Burger King over there where you go down onto the Grand onto the Grand Central. Right. Uh, is it the Grand Central? Uh, no, well, you know, when the when the Triborough comes down, you, you're in Astoria, right? So yeah. I was actually right. getting on to go into Queens, into Corona, and um, right. I, I was I was in first gear, the light changed, I was in first gear and I'm going down onto the ramp and I go to gas the bike and my 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 uh my fingers slip off the clutch. 
Let me tell oh. you something. Thank God the bike went up, but one-handed, I'm pulling the wheel to the right now. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, holy yeah. shit. And this is when I right. first got the bike. I did the pipes and all that shit. The fucking bike went up with right. no fucking problem. And I'm like, yo, but yeah. I got scared because my my hand slipped off the clutch. And I wasn't right. going to do a wheelie. You understand? Right. Yeah, you weren't so prepared to be I'm like, wheel. what the fuck? So I grabbed the bike. You know, I come right. down. And I'm like, shit. You know, I'm like, what the fuck? So now I'm like, all right, let me get on the bike. And uh, I think right. I had yeah, the bike. I, I didn't I even have the bike with. a week. You know, because me personally, I like to learn the way the bike responds, the feel, before I start going yeah. ape shit. Let me tell you something. Right. I cracked that throttle, and I got off at the fucking uh, the Midtown Tunnel exit in like three minutes. And I was right. so right. impressed. Yeah. And that's when I said, uh, I think I need a full-face helmet because this bike right. is, you know, ballsy. Yeah. Yeah, when it can get up to like a you know a, like a, a speed where you get you get a little nervous and it's real easy for the bike to do that, then it's yeah, that's ex that's exactly what that. Listen, yeah. let me tell you something, right. Pete. If you ever took, if you ever came here, and we went out for a fucking ride, and I said, Pete, take the diner, you would understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying because yeah, you you yeah. could. I'm I'm doing 70, 80 miles an hour, right? You know, nice little cruise. And you know when you just want to pass them fucking four cars? Yeah, yeah. I just crack the fucking throttle, and it's as quick as that. It's like one, two, yeah. three, and I'm fucking gone. I look in the mirrors, yeah. and there's no cars behind me. That's how fast this bike oh, is. Oh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. getting, like, getting, was, go ahead. Get, I mean, getting into it, getting into it as, as an older person, you know, because, like I said, Fat Boy and Road King really aren't racers. You know, even right. though my road king could hold its own, you know. Yeah, it'll go right, but it's not. It's not nimble. Right, but this bike is like riding a bicycle. Like even even like when she shut off and you gotta move it, it's like a, a, a toy. You know, it's right. it's si seriously a fucking sick sick bike. Nice, that's great. I love I love them. It, it's like speed therapy. You yeah. Know? So uh, it's a, it's a for nice, those that uh, for those that don't ride, if you ride, it's it's therapy, uh, it's therapeutic. Period. The yeah. freedom on a motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm not into like the the baggers with the radios because I could put a fairing on mine oh, with right. no problem. I'm not into that. When you ride a right. bike, you hear the gears, you know, you hear the motor purring and all that, and yeah. you just take everything in, and it, it's just a beautiful experience. If you never rode, you 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 will not understand what the hell we're talking about right now. Yeah, I, I, there was, I have a, one of my one of my one of my real good, real good friends. He, um, I had always always had a bike, and he was always like, "Yeah, I should get one. I should get one. I should get one." And then he finally got one, and he didn't. He had never ridden on the street before in his life. Hmm. So he's riding around and he's kind of trying to figure out, he took the test and all that shit. And I went up, he lives up in Thornwood, went up and, uh, and to go meet him. And he's like, I got to warn you. He's like, I'm like, I'm kind of a noob, but like have patience. And, you know, and so he, he you know, he goes out and it wasn't great. And he admitted, he's like, this is not good. He dropped the bike a few times. Wow. And then he's like, I was like, dude, I was like, oh, you got to just keep doing it. Like, you, you know, what you, you know what you have to do. Just practice and do it. It's a very heavy bike. He's not a, he's not a big guy. So I was like, you know, you'll do it. You'll do it. And then fast forward a little bit of time. I spoke to him the other day. He's like, I'm back. I'm on the highway. Like he, he now knows exactly what you were saying where, you know, like everything that I had been saying about getting on a bike and going out on Sunday morning and mm -hmm. just kind of letting everything go. You know, it's one of those things that 
you know, he was like, he's like, I know what you're talking about. Now. He's like, it's it's amazing. I love it. And I'm yep. glad that I, I went through the, you know, the process of learning how to ride because now I respect it. Right, and, right. And, and now it's one of his favorite things to do. So, I, you know, I love it. Picking it's, up the, motorcycling the is, is, is fantastic. Yep, yeah, the freedom absolutely. is beautiful. You know, it I makes had, you a better, a better driver also. Yes, because you know, you're, you're more aware. Looking for different things. Right, instead of yeah. focusing you know in front of you, you're focusing are, you know, everywhere. Is. Well, that's true, too. Exactly. you got to know what you're riding on. So always yeah. be ready. A couple of times on the BQE, I remember I had, a, I had a Sportster when I was working in Manhattan. I was like, yo, I need a Sportster to get in and out, right? Bike was fucking right. beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. That's the one actually I got hit on. Uh, that got oh. totaled. But regardless, right. I'm riding on the BQE. Now it's, you know, uh, the beginning of riding season, so you know the salt on the highways fuck everything up. Oh, yeah. So I, right. I've been driving on it for a couple of weeks, going back and forth to work, and, you know, I start riding because the weather's good, right? So I'm on the BQE. It's pretty open, which is rare. And as I'm riding, I see the I see the the car in front of me hit a fucking hole, right? Oh, and right. right away, I'm like, fuck. Now, you're doing 70 right. on a bike, and it's not that easy to fucking cut the wheel. So sure, right. I, as soon Don't as break. the guy uh, as soon as the guy clears, I got milliseconds. I see a fucking crater. Let me tell you, right. shit in your pants was definitely the <laughs> the, the accuracy of it because yeah, it gives I you enough see, time to register what's about to happen. Yeah, you know, I see this hole. So now I'm like, oh shit! I got forward controls on the bike, right? I got right. Z bars on the bike, and I'm like. Listen, and this is all in the split fucking second. Sure. I stand up on the bike and I yank on my fucking bars to pull them up. Yeah. And right. thank God I did. When the back tire hit, that shit came up. It fucking hit my ass so fucking bad and hard that right. I thought I was going down. I came down, sure. I, the bike was in control, I almost broke my thumb because on the right side, you got this throttle control, like if you want to set it so you don't have to hold the throttle like on a, a long control. ride. Like, right. a, like a manual cruise control. Right. right. My thumb hit this little thing. It looks like an asterisk if you're looking at it, right? Yeah. It's a little star, yep. Right. So my thumb fucking jams into it where I thought I broke it. My thumb was sore for like a fucking month. The motor yeah. just fucking went high idle. I pull on the clutch and I actually, you know, I'm cruising shaking because I thought I was going down. And I just adjusted the knob quickly, you know, because I know what it is. So, you know, you, you yeah. need to know a lot of things about bikes. Like my, my other bikes yeah, got you... cruise control on them too, except for the fat right. boy. You know, and it's like, you know, split milliseconds is is your reaction time. And that makes you exactly, sharper yeah. in a car and also in life. Because, you know, they always say, know who's in back of you. You, you. you must. Right. You must. And, and if you don't have that, you, you're kind of screwed. Now, bringing it back, like right. you're talking about your friend. We used to ride a lot. You know, on on Sundays, we used to go down to the Harley place. We used to go to the Buccaneer Diner and all this shit. Right. So, you know, we used to take nice rides. You know, we'd pay $20, you know, to, to do a ride for, for a cancer cause or whatever the cause was. And, you know, we... we 
you know, you hook up with different people. I'm not, I don't belong to no club because nobody's going to tell me how to ride and I ride when the fuck I want. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the guys over at New York City, you know, the New York City hog club that I was with, they were great guys. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, we wound up, you know, a few of us that lived nearby each other, you know, we started riding and, you know, we'd go on our own fucking excursions and shit. And uh, there was this kid, he had, uh, he had uh, bought um, a Sportster. It was an uh, an 888 or whatever the the cube is on it. Small bike, but who he bought it from, the guy, you know, the guy hooked the bike up, nice pipes, the intake, all that bullshit, put the 1200 kit, did the cams and all of this. The bike was pretty quick for a Sportster. I love Sportsters, right? Yeah. I love all of them. And um, the kid was riding with a friend of mine that was teaching him how to ride, right? So he's like, oh, we're going to bring this kid with us, whatever, whatever, you know, we want to take him out for a little ride so he gets a little under the belt and all this bullshit. So I'm like, oh, whatever, you know. Uh, me, like a jackass, I was I was in back of the kid to watch him. And um, we're going over the Whitestone Bridge, and he downshifts. I, I seen it all happen. Like, like you know, split right. seconds, like that movie. I forgot the movie where they move slow motion, whatever the fuck it is. Um, Matrix. Matrix, there you go. That's exactly what it's like right. when you ride. Right. You know? Yeah, you just zoom in on it. Right. What's, what's and happening? I see the kid, like, he he wanted to, 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 to shift up, obviously. Because, you know, we're going yeah. over the bridge, and we're right up on the center of the bridge, starting to come down. Yeah. And the kid clicks down and he lets off on the clutch and the back tire fucking locks and i'm watching this kid go into a fishtail and i'm like this kid's going down and Sure. sure enough he cracks the throttle thank god the bike kicks back into fucking line and i could see he's nervous and i now i'm nervous because i'm next to him and right. I'm beeping the horn. I break off. I go up to the front. I'm like, yo, get off. And I think that's yeah. the Lafayette exit or some shit. Uh-huh. So now, right. as you get off the exit, you know, I'm riding next to this kid, Nito. And I'm like, yo, your boy ain't ready, man. He's going to kill himself. All right, let's, we'll right. take it local and we'll head back over the bridge and take him back home. You know? And... Sure enough, I go right back next to him, and now on the service road coming up to Tremont, right, there's a hill. Mm -hmm. So I'm not thinking the kid doesn't know how to ride regular street. So we get to the light, and we're on an incline. Now, when you're on an incline, you keep the bike in gear, you know, you, you keep the bike in gear, and you just let off on the clutch where the bike doesn't roll back on you. Right? right? So now the light changes and I'm ready to go and the kid stalls and I stop. No. I'm like, fuck. So now I look over to the kid. I'm like, yo, calm the fuck down. Nice and slow. Don't worry about the cars in back because we had a few other bikes in back of us. Right? Right. Sure enough, he goes, he, he attempts two, three times and I'm like, yo, shut the fucking bike off. So he looks at me. He fucking revs the bike. Right? Let's off on the clutch. The bike fucking lifts up, right? Now the curb over there on the service road of the of the expressway is a, a the curb had to be a foot and a half. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah. it's not for people to walk on, just put it that way, right? 
Right. If you know the Bronx and you know that area, you know exactly what I'm yeah, talking to about. Keep the cars on the road. <laughs> Correct. So if the car hits it, it's going to hit the curb, not the fucking brick wall. So mm -hmm. the, the fucking kid lifts up and he's holding on to the bike like a fucking like he's in a rodeo. And I'm <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, "Oh shit." And the the matrix right. kicks in. The bike right. lifts up and it goes in front of me. Thank God I, I, I stopped. All he would have fucking took me out. Right? Yeah, all you gotta do is watch. Yeah. Right. So I'm watching the kid because I'm on the left of him. And I'm watching the kid and I'm saying, let go, let go. <laughs> the kid didn't let go of the bike. His fucking bike crashes into the curb with him holding oh, it. So now <laughs> when all is when all is fucking settled. The fucking kid's bars were fucking bent back. The, the, the clutch was broken off. The, the, the parking light, the signal light was fucking demolished. Yeah. The, the gas right. tank was fucking, was, was so bad that the paint popped off the fucking left side of the tank, right? The kid's fucking right. screaming. And I got my bike on the kickstand. The guys in front are stopped. The guys in the back are holding the traffic. I look at the kid's hand and the thing was just fucking, it, it bloated up like like a, a sting from a bee. Right, and right, right. I'm like, uh, how's your hand? And the kid is screaming. I go touch his hand and he's fucking wailing. I'm like, holy shit, yeah. right? Uh, so now the guys, everybody shuts their bikes off. We, you know, we put like a little fucking uh, road, road blockade so the cars go around. And right. we pick up the bike, the kid's sitting on the curb, he's like, yo, light me a cigarette, whatever. And I'm like, yo, dude, your your hand's broke. And he's like, no, I could ride home. I'm like, dude, look at your bike, you ain't riding nowhere. So we take right. him to this hospital right there. I forgot the name of the hospital. Uh, I'm, I'm not familiar with the name, but it's a popular hospital in the Bronx. Yeah. The kid winds up going, I forgot how many fucking bones he broke in his hand, right? My friend Nito had family right there uh, off of Lafayette. So he jumps on the kid's bike and was able to, like, get it there, you know, so it didn't right. have to get towed. Winds up getting a ride back from his aunt to, you know, get his bike. Well, you know, we waited for him. You know, it took about 20 minutes. It wasn't that much time. And uh, what happened was the kid fucking had such a bad experience. He wound up fixing the bike. Uh, no, he didn't fix the bike. I think he paid like six grand, you know, a few weeks prior. And I think he sold the bike for two grand because he didn't want to even look at it. Yeah, he was, he was over it. So, you know, that yeah. was it. You know, he started, bad experience, disliked the taste, and gone. So, anybody yeah. that rides, just be careful because, you know, Baby shit steps. happens. Baby yeah. steps. Make sure you're confident. Yeah, <laughs> yeah shit does yeah. happen. Confidence but anyway, let, let, let's get back to, to the reason of this interview. Because, you know, my show, I love my show. I talk about everything. People, people right. bug out. You know, I get a lot of feedback on the show. So, anyway, Mr. Yeah, Graffiti, Mr. Graffiti Pete. This is what we're going to do. Uh, yeah. Now, yeah. I remember when I started following you, In The Cut was the one that put me on to you. He's like, yo, you got to check out this guy's page because uh, In The Cut mails me a, a nice pack. He's like, yo, you got to check out this guy's shit, right? So I get right. this, this little fucking, it looks like a little Ziploc bag, and there's a couple of these fucking, you know, his logo is an A, right? And I'm right. looking at it, I'm like, yo, what is that, pins? But I'm like, where's the fucking needles? Uh, you know the, the the points 
and I'm looking at it. I take one out. It feels a bit rubberish. I look at the back. It's got a 3M tape on it, and I'm like, this is fucking fabulous. That's a sticker. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this yeah. is fucking fabulous. So right away, I call him up. I'm like, yo, dude. What's the deal with this shit? He's like, oh, my boy, graffiti P, blah, blah, blah. He's like, you know, he's going down the line. Now, for those of you who don't know, in the cut, he he vectors stickers. He designs stickers. He comes up with these crazy class photo things that I've been in as well. And he's ranting and raving about you. And and, and, and I got to say, I'm like saying, I'm saying to myself, yo, this guy's shit is nice. So I go to your page and I, you know, I look at your page. I, you know, I start getting nosy. I start following you mm-hmm. because you were actually private. And right. I remember the yeah, first no, thing no, no, I told no, no, no. you, I was like, yo, dude, yeah. take that privacy shit off because, you know, me personally, I get followers, right? And I look at their right. stats, you know, if they got. Uh, sure. If they got ten thousand followers, you know, I'm like, okay, let me, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll right. risk it, you know, to follow the guy back to see what his page is about. But the right. problem is, to me, it's like, okay, the guy's got great shit, and I remember messaging you, yo, dude, yeah. you gotta get the privacy shit off. And I, and right. we, we had a quick chat. I was like, I gotta put you on the show. I want to help you. Uh, you need to get more followers and when people see your products that you make which you're going to get into people are going to start yeah. buying your shit and us, yeah. you know I've seen and, and I'm going to bring it back a, f- a few uh, the other night I was on uh, Crime 79's page and I'm scrolling oh, yeah. through his George, stuff okay. right yeah. now I remember as a kid seeing him up on the trains in Brooklyn and I remember mm-hmm. when I did meet him, uh, I believe it was a tough city in the Bronx, and I seen him writing right. in somebody's book. I'm like, oh, shit, you're Crime 79. And he right. looks at me, he was like, uh, why, you know me? I was like, not personally, but I remember seeing you up in the, on the insides. And he was right. like, wow, thanks. You know, we had a nice conversation, regardless. Uh, yeah. We don't follow each other, but, you know, on occasion, you know, he likes pictures, I like pictures, whatever. And right. as I'm scrolling down, I don't want to blow it up either. Uh, he has two products that I seen on your page, and I'm saying, right. Graffiti Pete is the man that that put this shit together for this guy. <laughs> right. Yeah, so yeah. now, now I'm impressed. I'm like, shit. You know, Crime Seventy Nine, old school. You know, to me, he's a legend. Uh, you know, not too many people yeah. may know me, nor him, nor you, but I know him and I respect him. And I'm saying to myself, shit. I got Graffiti Pete on the show next week. I'm like, and here I am going at a random fucking, you know, at a random guy, and I see your shit. Now, you're going to say what you got. You're going to tell people what you can do, and hopefully, you know, you're going to get some business, and, uh, you know, and that's it. And as far as me, I need to send you... By the the way. Okay, good enough. Uh, But, listen, people, follow Graffiti Pete. I mean, how did you get into this? How'd you come up with your name, Graffiti Pete? Actually, I, I, I moved down to Florida in like '97, mm-hmm. and uh, I was I had been writing for you know since I was like 12 or 13, right. and um, so I went down to Florida because after you know I was after high school I was working this Wall Street job and I hated it, so I just like you know what I'm gonna move somewhere else. I had some cousins down there. The, the Good guys for you. With the bikes. 
And um, so I moved down there, and um, I was like looking for shit to do, and I looked for places to paint. And there was a skate, this skate park down there called the Sanctuary Skate Park. Mm-hmm. And I walked in and um, met the guy who you know who uh, who ran it and owned it, and I was still my good friend today. And uh, I was like, yo, I just moved down here from New York. Like I'm looking for a place to paint. I brought them black books just to show just to, to, to show some shit. And he was like, yeah, that'd be great. So I got a bunch of paint and went down there and painted. During the summertime, he had a uh, like a camp for little inline kids. It's 1997, keep in mind. Inline, inline kids and, and uh, skateboard kids and stuff like that. So I was doing a piece in this little you know, seven-year-old girl skates up to me and she's like, hey, what's your name? And I was like, I'm Pete. And she's like, oh, another Pete? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, well, there's another kid. His name was Pete Tuis. So she's like, well, that's Pete Tuis. And then there's Boardroom Pete because there was a guy named Pete who owned a (laughs) surf shop called the Boardroom. So she's like, so you must be Graffiti Pete. And I laughed and and I was like, oh, I guess so. And and that was it. She, you know, skated away. And then when I was finished, I... I, w- I went inside and I was like, Dave, check it out. I was like, well, I, I forget what her name was. Um, you know, she was, you know, she, I was like, yeah, she, um, you know, she called me Graffiti Pete. And we, we, then we had a laugh. And then we went back to the house, you know, after him, you know, we're ripping tubes. And he tells all my other friends, oh, this little girl called, called Pete Graffiti Pete today. And then it kind of stuck. And then, <laughs> and, and then that, and that, that was it. Like, that love was it. it. Like, that's love how it. it happened. It was luck. Like, I would love to find her right now and be like, so thanks. You know, like, that's fantastic. You know, that so that, is, that, that's that's, that's great. So, yeah. So, so, so to fast forward to, you know, I've had done a, you know, a whole bunch of artwork, you know, since then. But with the, the stuff I'm doing now is a, um, it's with a laser engraver, and mm-hmm. um, so all this, you know, I could. It, it's kind of like the opposite of a 3D printer. Like 3D printer builds up material, right. And the laser engraver removes like, material. Like so those, I'm able to. Do, do you follow those walnuts? Dos yeah, walnuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I sent okay. a bunch, a bunch of shit too. He's he's fabulous. I love the guy. The the, the guy yeah. had sent me an Alski. Uh, to this day, it's on my bar. Uh, and, and you know, when I saw your work, I'm like, wow, these two guys should link. So you know, you do follow right. him. That's great. Shout out to Dos. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We we communicated a few, day, a, a few days ago. He was he's, he's working on that big project, and I had just finished the big project. So he's like, yeah, man, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to get you them uh, those designs and stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of messages. Like Instagram has been like my best friend through all this because I, I I just I finished um, well, listening to the Chris R- RWK interview did, which was fantastic. And the topic of you know like working full time and doing artwork or um, or just full time artwork, you know, came came up. And I definitely could relate. I I I'm. I could not physically be able to have a regular job, and like I just, I just wouldn't wouldn't be able to handle it and continue doing doing artwork. So well, yeah, started, but Chris, Chris I, I, is like, Chris is that robot though. He's he's nailing it. Like you know, you know like, shit. Like, that's, that's great. I, I personally couldn't couldn't handle. Listen, it. I've interviewed I've how, interviewed how Chris. Uh, I gotta say four four times or more. Uh, we speak right. on the phone, you know, we text each other, whatnot, every once in a yeah, while. He's, yeah, he's great. He's a great guy. He's and a really, really, me, really great guy. Let me guy. tell you, he always told me, he goes, I'll sleep when I die. My father right. always yeah. told me to take advantage of life. So many things that his father, may he rest in peace, you know, set yeah. upon this kid. Uh, he's an adult. I say kid, that's just a figure of sure. speech. Right, right. Uh, that's, that's what we say. <laughs> he's just he's just an all-around natural guy that 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 supports his family. Uh yeah. I, I'm I'm assuming 
He makes a great living work-wise and art-wise. I see it with my own eyes. This guy's in yeah. numerous shows per week. And, All over. And it's something that I wish I could do. And I, I think I'm going to try right. to get into these gallery things because, to me, what he does is very inspirational. But to me, he connects because, you know, that RWK, Robots Will Kill, it's it's a yeah. repetitive thing, which we all do every day. So people, you know, RWK does have a lot of meaning behind it. And, and, and you know, especially... And it's very relatable to everybody. Right, yeah. and especially today with everybody with cell phones, you know, you go into that robot mode. Let me tell you something. When right. I grew up as a kid, there was no such thing as this shit, nor the internet and whatnot. My uh, my oh, son yeah, Rocco, yeah, exactly. my son Rocco, which you know, happy birthday to my son. He was 16 yesterday. Oh, happy birthday, um, Rocco! He got he got a, he got into a little bit of trouble in school. So my wife was like, you know what? Fuck this bullshit. Your phone is gone. She disconnected his number and everything. For the past two right. weeks, I've bonded with my son even more so. Because he doesn't sure. have a cell phone. And I was like, hey, Rock, you know, it's it's nice to, to, you know, talk as much as we've been talking. Because they're always in their room playing this, that, and all that shit. Right. And, uh, you know, even this morning, we took a ride fucking up north. You know, I got this old rabbit, took that bitch out. Mm -hmm. We did like a 50-mile ride out, a 50-mile oh, ride nice. back in. And, you know, right. I'm saying to myself, should I take the, should I take, you know, should I make a rule? Should I take the phones away from them when they come in the house? And I, I'm right. highly considering it because, hey, people, yeah. we got kids and we're losing our kids to, to phones. And we're not really uh, having a good relationship with them if we're avoiding them. And we're as guilty because we have the phones, too. See, when I come home, Pete, right. I, my phone sits down. Right now, my phone is being used because we're, we're doing this interview. We're having our discussion. Mm -hmm. Other than that, for right. the rest of the weekend, if somebody calls, I answer two minutes on the phone. That's it. I'm done. Right. You right. know, I'm yeah. home. I'm See, taking that, advantage that, that, of it. I, Right. Now, like that, that's yeah, that's kind of like what like kind of getting back to what to, to what you were saying was like I because um, our work and doing what I do is is my job and you know they say you know if you do something you love you'll never work a day in your life it's kind of true yes. but you'll work every day of your life not just you know a day of like you work every day. So I, I have to, I have to, you know, be, be connecting. And, and if someone, co you know, calls right, me with, that, with, yes. with an order or a question, like I have to get to it because yes. I don't have like, a, like a, every Friday, I don't get a paycheck. I have to, I have to make my money. You know what I mean? So yep. that's, it, it, it's, it's an ongoing, constant, constant, constant thing where, you know, where it's like, it's hard for me to like take three days off. Like I had my anniversary was, it was in, in April. My wife's like, Oh, let's, let's go away for a bit. And it is like anxiety for leaving the studio. Studio because if, if if a call comes in or if so if someone wants something that I can do then I feel like I'm losing the money you know what I mean, you know what I mean? so yes. it's, it's that's, a hustle and that's it, your it's mindset hard. you know what I'm saying that's yeah. why you're right. Exactly. Like I, I always have to keep going. That's why there's so much of a variety of different things that I'm able to, you know, to make or do because I have to diversify a little bit. Because if I just stuck with one thing, it's not, it's not going to make it. Like it's, it's not going to work. Absolutely. No matter how hard I try, you can't force people to spend money. So I diversified, and that's when I found this this laser machine. I first saw like a, a Glowforge, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I looked into it, and then I I found out a bunch of like really bad things about it. And then I found the one that I got, and and I was like, all right, let's see what happens, you know. And at the time, like, I had I had it uh, opened up a store. I'm, I can't talk to you right now, dude. I, I'm on the phone, though. 
right. So um, I just came to my uh, to my gate trying to buy my house. So um, why you got your so, house you know, up for so sale? I got, I got, no, no, no. It's just it's it's people want it in the neighborhood because it's on two lots and it's and it's it's on on a corner. So they're knocking all houses down all over the neighborhood. Ah, they want you trying to rebuild also. also. And this house has been here like sixty plus years. My grandfather built this house, so wow. everyone's like, "Oh, we'll give you this. Oh, we'll give you that." And I'm like, "Get lost." So sidebar. Um, so you know, so I, I, I found this machine, and then I, I how to get it. It's, a, it's expensive. How to finance it? It's like having an, another car payment. And then I started, I started working uh, with it. They sent a guy to like make sure it was set up right and everything. And and he saw, he came in the studio. He's like, "You made all this stuff already?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like. I can't wait to see what you could do with it. So I just kind of took my kind of graffiti mentality of like marking on anything possible and I would toss it in the machine and see, and I saw what it could do. And then I wound up looking into different materials and then saw that I could do um, like, like there's this, that, like that silver stickers or like those thin metallic stickers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, shit, that would be love. great. And nobody, like nobody's doing, you know, metallic stickers that are laser engraved or anything like that. So I started doing it. And then, and my method is basically, and it's, and it's worked, but like I contact people through Instagram. Sometimes I'll make their logo already and then send them a, like a photo of it. And you know, people are listening that's gotten stuff for me this is it's you know it's what it it's what it is and it works and i would just send, send a pitch say hey you know I, I like your stuff i would only choose that was the thing too i only want to do stuff for, for you know things that i i want to do stuff that i like because i can i could choose that so i choose in industries like the motorcycle industry or other graffiti writers or other artists and i make stuff of their things and i mail it to them for free it's yours like i, I would never sell anybody's stuff that i didn't make and you know and you know all that that's theirs so right and I would just mail them that stuff. Maybe eight times out of ten that, you know, and I send them a price list and all that stuff. Eight times out of ten, they'll call me up and order something. So then it, then it trickles down where then so-and-so's for, like, you know, the Indicut guy. I met the Indicut guys at that um, street art show uh, last year or two years ago or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then they told you about me. And then so it, that word of mouth goes, goes really, really far. Oh, and, oh and yes, it does. Thing, you know? Yes, it does. I mean, you know, hopefully, and, and having, hopefully, with this interview, you know, people come as well. And, and you know, like I said, my door is always open. Interviews are always available. You know, I, I could put right. you in at any time. Any events you have upcoming, and you're like, hey, you know, could we do an interview? I got a week. Uh, I got a week before my show, or right. so on and so forth. Cool. And I'm here. This, this is what I do. Yeah. This is what I do. Right. And right. you know, me personally, helping the next guy is the best thing. Uh, listen, I don't get paid doing this podcast. You know, I would love right. to make money, uh, absolutely. Sure. But at the same time. Like, I, I could say basically whatever I want. I could talk about whatever I want. I got right. a nice following. Well, you didn't start doing this for a paycheck. You started doing it because you wanted to. Correct. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. That's, you know, that's, that's Absolutely. the bonus. Hey, listen, right. I got four seasons under my belt. Uh, you know, I go weekly. You know, I took a, a right. year and a half off because I had moved and... Uh, I had to figure out how I was going to do the show because I used to have sit-down interviews at All the Right. You know, George George right. was my sponsor. I used to, you know, I right. used to record down in his basement. You know, he used to give me markers, whatnot. You know, the guy took care of me. Sure. I shouted him out yeah. as much as I can. I still do to this day, you know, every once in a blue, what's up, George? You know, but uh, yeah. what it all boils down to... You know the in, the the industry of Instagram of social right. media, it, it has its ups and downs. But what I oh, find, 100%. what I find to be the plus, is 
me having my website, selling canvases and T-shirts, and you know me being able to just say go to uh, you know outtocrash.com, uh, you know shouting out certain people, you know to to give them a little you know what's up, you know. Uh, but the the most important thing of it is people that listen, they're gonna they're gonna get curious. Okay, who's Graffiti Pete? They're going to go over to your right. page. They're going to listen to the interview. Hopefully you get business out of it. And that's basically what I try to do. You know, I'll talk about right. the graffiti. I mean, when I first started, it was all graffiti this, graffiti that, graffiti Yeah, this. I just started writing graffiti. Right, exactly. You know, right. but now it's like, hey, I pick up the phone. I make the phone call. And I start shooting the shit. Like, right away, I said motorcycle, and boom, we have a conversation about bikes. But at the same time, now we're into what you're doing and the, right. the 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 media when it comes to so, social media it's very powerful to make money listen i don't invest oh, money sure. my wife built our website my wife makes the shirts by hand because we do vinyl right. t-shirts it's not that complicated 15,000 colors because my wife doesn't do silk screen uh, right. So, you know, the work that she does, you know, yeah, people credit, yeah, Alski's got the, the site, you know, he's got shirts, whatever. But oh, lo and behold, the reality of it is my wife does everything by hand. She handles everything uh, down to the show. She uploads the show. You know, it's her. Right. She's the one like, hon, we got listeners in the in the Netherlands. We picked up listeners in Italy last week. Uh, you know, nice. Right. She's the bar and graph. So right. with you, you know, continue, continue, you know, with, with your yeah. machine and, and, and also, yeah, so you know, yeah. your website, tell people your website, you know. Well, I, that, that, and that's, that's kind of the thing. Like I, I, I don't have, like, oh, like, so you're going strictly wife, off you know, Instagram? I, basically, because I'm oh, doing shit. so much stuff, I don't have the physical time to upload new shit on a website. I could take a photo of my phone and use Instagram. I mean, there's a lot of things that I cannot post because I you know, of you know clients of mine that do not want me to pr you know promote that I'm making their stuff, which is totally fine. That happens all the time, right? And and I don't mind doing it um, <laughs> because you know. But like that's basically where like all, all the recent stuff that I'm able to post is on there because I I don't have time to deal with 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 all the other stuff with like now, the website and this and, that and everything could, else. Could you imagine later down in the future? Oh, have, having a website yeah. because definitely, definitely I, shit. But I mean, yeah, if you're I mean, doing good doubt, now, you know. I think you'll blow up with a website. Yeah, and and it's like it's. I'm getting a, a, like there's a lot more in, international. Like I'm sending a bunch of things internationally. You know, um, you know now like people are buying stuff and like I have I have some DJ friends o, o, you know over there that like I've sent them some stuff that have um, you know records like future follower records and all that shit. So I would right, send right. them stuff and then that kind of spreads out over there and then people would, would get in touch. It's kind of like a it's it's almost like a one stop shop for me. I could find people, people can find me, and there's a visual of what you make. And and I, I always tell people like if you want to see what it look like, I don't mind doing samples for people. I don't mind doing things like that because I people usually have not seen unless they have something that I've done in their hand. They like you haven't seen it, so you know like I don't mind doing a sample just to show you you know what it look like because it, it is it's a different way of printing. It's a it's a it's a it's not even printing. So you know this is when I find different materials and different things I'm able to do with different types of leather or um, you know like a loom. Like when I started doing those spray cans, 
I, I just had, you know, a, a, a million cans of paint, you know, so I was like, I wonder what it would, what it would do if I put a can in the, you know, in the machine. And, um, I, you know, set up a design and, and because all the new cans are silkscreen labels anyway, the laser basically remo- removes the, the, the ink and reveals the shiny can underneath. So now I'm, so then I was like, shit, now if I just, if I painted one of these black and put it in the machine, then I could do anything I want. And then I started doing shit like that. And then I was doing a bunch of leather things for, uh, you know, an- another client. So I was like, shit, I wonder if I could wrap the, one of these cans in leather. And I fucking did it. And then I started, shit, that's fucking amazing. I looked sick. Mm-hmm. So then I started doing that, you know. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's you know, there's, there's I mean, uh, and also so by doing you, it that way you, where I reach out work- to people. Can you work, you know, you're, you're talking about material. Uh, yeah. What can you do, like, with wood? What What does oh, this machine I can do? Anything. do? I mean, wood is kind of the standard because I, I can get serious? tonality with the wood. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, could do, I could do photographs and the different types of wood. I could use, like, 164th-inch birch or 132nd-inch birch, which is kind of flexible. I could even add sticky material to that so I can make little thin wooden stickers, which are dope. I mean, obviously, the stickers I make, they're not slap stickers. They're not shit that you would put up everywhere because, number one, they're a, little, they're a lot more costly because of the material and the process. Right. But they're, they're nicer. You know, like, like, I, not, nothing against any sort of other, other stickers, but these are, like, you wouldn't want to leave these somewhere. You know what I mean? You, this is something you give to somebody that you right, put them up collects. in their house or, you know, yeah, in their that, studio. That or whatever. Yeah, so it's almost right. like that. You know, so and, you, and, you so can, and I can make pins that way. You can do wood. Oh, yeah. I, 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 could, I could etch photographs. And what, the what's photographs the size, are, so, what's the size scale that you could do? Like, argument's sake, if I say, the, hey, Pete, I want a 12-inch logo of the Alski show because I want to drill yeah. a hole in the center. I want to buy a clock right. kit, and I'm going to put oh, right, yeah. dots on it, and I'm going to put the battery pack in back of it. Would you be able to do something right. like that? Yeah. I, the, the maximum is 12 inches by 24 inches, so anything within that can yeah, so uh, probably 10 inches actually, deep. Actually, a 12-inch so, yeah, like, record is basically circle. a circle. So you exactly. you're right. in so you're I, in I that. Could put the whole thing in there. Wow. I could put numbers on it. I could do whatever. I, I could make it because with it with I could do probably twelve or like ten different etches on one thing on one piece of wood. And the deeper it goes, the more or the slower it goes. Kind of the way you work the internals on the machine. I could make one etch deeper and darker than another. So one etch may be, you know, at a lower power, higher speed where it just kind of grazes it. Then I can go back with a higher power, lower speed. So now the head's going slower and it's burning it a lot more, you know, to pinpoint laser accuracy, like no shit exactly. And, um, and it, and it, it burns deeper. So now you could, you could feel it and, and it's a different color. So wood is, is bananas as far as, uh, as as far as the laser is concerned, that, but that's you know, so like funny. Any, anything but raw metal, I, I could do. That's funny because the minute you said I could toss something in the machine, right away I'm yeah. saying hmm, and I and I'm gonna explain. <laughs> I'm gonna explain. Right. I I remember, uh, I I I got like in, in my family room area. If you ever come up to the house, you'll understand. Um, yeah. The okay, I'll break it down. The first way, the when I bought my house, right, the uh, the owner had a clock down by the fireplace, right, and mm-hmm. I liked the clock. I was like, "Listen, can you include that clock? I really like it." What it was was it was a <laughs> bunch. You go, don't forget to yeah, leave that clock. It was a bunch of bulldogs shooting pool, 
and the oh, numbers yeah. the numbers were the the pool balls. The pool balls, yeah. Right. So lo and behold, uh, what happened was when I move in, um, you know, the clock is there, whatever. I go to set the clock, and the clock is broke. And I'm like, oh, what shit. a dirty motherfucker. Son of a bitch. Right? <laughs> so now... Uh, the the area down, I it's the family it's the family area. I got you know my kids have their bedroom there. You could get in through the garage, so on so forth. Fireplace. It's, it's beautiful. It's a big open area, right? So, yeah. in in an area, I have a, a pool table, and I am yet to find the right clock to put on this wall because oh, I got so go. pissed with this clock, I threw it out. I threw the fucking thing out. I was like, fuck buying the kit and fixing it. This guy's a fucking scumbag. I throw it out, right? So, on the other side, I got a picture which reminds me of my dad, which is a very famous picture. It's the the it's a bunch of Irishmen sitting on an I-beam in Manhattan when they're building Manhattan. Yeah. Now, yeah, with the sandwiches? Yes. It reminds me of my dad because when my dad was in the union, and so am I, my dad used to go to work with, you know, his just his clothes and his boots. There was no safety, no hard hats, no vests, no PPE, period, right? My father used to leave (laughs) the house. I'm going to break it down. Yeah, nothing. My father used to leave the house, right? He used to take the train everywhere. My father was the the dictionary of the trains, uh, which also got me interested in trains. Uh, So anyway, my father used to leave the house. He used to have uh, uh, the Italian brick oven bread, you know, the round one. Old school yeah, bread? Yeah, yeah. Okay. My mother used to cut it the way the, 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 there's a brand, Hex, Hex, I think it's called, a flower where mm-hmm. you see like a man sitting on a stone cutting the bread towards him, right? Oh, okay, yeah. That's how yeah. my mother used to cut the bread, right? It used to come from uh, Arthur right. Avenue, I believe. Anyway. Yeah. My mother used to make him a mortadella sandwich, and oh, she would right. wrap it up in aluminum foil. My father used to have the liters of, of wine that my father used to make wine, right? So right. my mom used to make him the mortadella with the brick oven bread wrapped in aluminum foil. No lunchbox, right? Right. And he used to have the bottles because when he used to make the wine, he would have them in the wine barrels. And then he would, you know, put the wine in, in like the gallons and so on and so the forth. The gallon jugs, right. So my father used to have these bottles that were liter bottles. They kind of still have those bottles. Like the, what is that beer? Uh, there's a beer that's a glass and it has this porcelain top. Oh, gross. There you gross. go. That's it. Exactly. My that's father right. used to have those in a liter. So he used right. to he used to put the wine in. He used to put one one pocket in the back had his uh, mortadella sandwich, and the other right. pocket, rear pocket, had a liter of wine, right? Right. In his shirt pocket, because they used to wear button-downs, my father, back then, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He would have a pack of Winstons, right? Yeah. He used to have the money in his front pocket because he never trusted anybody, which is funny because to this sure. day, people tell you to put your wallet in the front pocket, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And that's how my dad used to go to work. I just put it in the rubber band. <laughs> right, yeah, so do I. So my father used to go to work like that, and when I saw this picture, I was like, I got to buy this picture. It reminds me of my dad. My dad passed in 95. I have fond right. memories with my dad, and uh, you know, I'm a union guy just like my dad. And uh, yeah. hopefully one day my boys will be like me. And, uh, yeah. you know, the funny thing is, is 
that wall is still waiting for a clock. Now, I go to this store, I forgot what it's called, and I see this big Pepsi Cola old vintage bottle cap that looks like a clock almost right i think it's like right. eight inches or ten inches and i have that right. down downstairs by my bar so now obviously everybody knows i you know i like the the, the pepsi thing but it has nothing to do with pepsi it's red white and right. blue blue white and red and you know it's america that's why right. I, I i like that logo when i told in the cut you know, that's my logo, do something. You know, he came up mm -hmm. with the basic design. And it's funny because I go right. on Instagram and I see a lot of people stole my shit. And, and I'm very disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I did I did take it from Pepsi. But, you know, give a little fucking respect. You know, you know I use it as the Alski <laughs> Show logo. I mean, come on, get fucking real. Right. But anyway, right. you do whatever the like fuck you want. Because I'm sure when yeah. people see your, your shit, they're like, ah, Alski got that. But anyway... So now, yeah, I mean, I've done that. With, I've done that to be, people have have shown me designs that I knew wasn't theirs and wanted me to make them. I said, I'm not making that. Like that's, I, I know who did that. Right. Well, like, and then I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. I'm, know, I'm kind, I'm kind of hoping that theater. maybe me and you could work something out with this this clock because that wall, it's two years. Yeah, I'll make you a clock. No it, it's two years that me and my wife are still waiting for the right fucking clock. You know, right. and uh, dude, I have an idea. <laughs> I have, Go ahead, talk to me. What I, this is this is this is what I this is what probably could happen. I could, you know, the um, like the bottom part, that bottom little swooshy bit. Mm -hmm. If I if I make that, I could put that photograph of the people on the beam in that section, and then put something else on. So I, I could make, I could that's what I could design whatever, or we could design whatever it is, and include, especially if I'm doing it on wood. Include a photograph where I could put that photograph in your logo and then etch that. Oh man, you're the fucking man. You know what I'm saying? You're the man. Listen, that, I'm gonna, that, I'm gonna that, do one. I'm gonna do one even better. Ass, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do one even better. Yeah, and this, this people, everybody listening, and, and whoever don't listen will see. Regardless, I'm gonna make you a deal. You do, you right. do that, right? You're not going to put it in the mail. I'm going to give you my address. I'm going to invite you to my house. Hopefully, so we could have a barbecue, jump in the pool. And you're going to hang that shit with me. We're going to take pictures of it. And then we're going to say, we're going to put it on the Instagram. And we're going to get you back on the show. And, and you're going to promote this, this project. And, and, and hopefully get something out of it from, from many other people. Because you know what? Yeah. This, to me... This to me was when I bingo. It was like bang, like the brain fucking, like the light bulb went on, like the cartoons. Right, right. And you're like material, yeah. and I'm like, hey, wood, and you're like, yeah, I can. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. that's that yeah. that to me is the two year mystery. You know, maybe it was right. meant to be that we spoke because I, that I to mean, me, that part of my house happen. is very important to me, and it's still open because I haven't found the right thing. Right. Well, we'll close it up. We'll lock it down. But then, that's, that's kind of what I like with, with this. With I, it's so open to suggestion with like, with this machine. That's why when people, I like when people say, "Oh, can you do this? Or can is this possible?" Or because if there's a way, I li I like that challenge of trying to figure it out. First of all, that's and fucking then awesome. When, when the plan comes together, it's like, "Oh shit, yeah, we fucking did it." You know. So like when I when I make stuff and I and I I, I show people stuff with their logo on it, I you know I, I I tell them specifically, I'm like, "This is just an, this is basically just an example of 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 the the materials you could." apply any design to that material or any design to that. Like, so it's so versatile. Like I like when, like 
Like I don't want necessarily people to just to to get what I make. I want people to throw ideas to say, "Is this possible?" Because if it is, then that that's what I'd rather be doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I hear it's, you. It's a, you know, it's 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 a lot of fun to you know like figure shit out or you know and do do these different things and and um you know like I do a lot of large scale artwork for like hotels and restaurants and stuff and I just finished um this place called the Enclave in Jersey City and it's like a thirty foot wall and I had a cutout with my laser machine out of um, eighth inch wood, this Dr. Seuss poem, you know, and then paint them. And, you know, so it's just like, just, it, it could do so many different things that, you know, it's, it's not just in, you know, Oh, I can't, it's not like just a sticker maker or it's just a, this, like it could do so many different types of things. You know, like that, that is, that and, is like, really amazing. Other artists to do shit, you know? That is amazing. Yeah. See, like, like, yeah. like it's kind of, you in general, it's it's great because you're breaking it down to it's not just about the graffiti. You could basically do no, any, not at all. anything. And, yeah. and to me, that's yeah, yeah. that's great. And look, yeah. I, I I saw that that little what, what is the what is it exactly? A rubber stamp? What what is that? Which one? The the one that you made for in the cut. The the one that the, I have in my house. The red and yeah, the, the red, red and white, white with the 3M yeah. sticker. That's a um that that material is what you would see in um in like any sort of any building that says like a no smoking sign or like a uh, you know do not enter like that. If if you could feel it and there's like a you could feel a, a raise, it's that material. I just repurposed it to do shit that I wanted with it. So yeah, I, that's I can amazing. get some of that type of material and do it and cut through it and etch it so it becomes whatever I want. I've, if it doesn't have a sticky on the back. Then I can I can apply a pin back to it and make pins out of that same shit. And that material comes in maybe fifty or sixty different color combinations. Wow! Like oh, then me and, and me and you and, definitely uh, you know, me and you definitely have to talk and, because I I got that vivid imagination too. It's funny yeah, because yeah, I, when I, I when I did call in the cut and I I told him I'm I, I asked him I'm like yo what what is that and you know he started we started talking about it and he said yeah. to me this is these were his exact words he goes listen he goes you know it has a 3m on it and i'm i i really don't want to stick it because they're going to steal it so i right. put i forgot what what uh, epoxy he was talking about but he was like you set this with epoxy, they're never getting it off. Now, I know sure. Dose... You break it before you got it off. Right. Dose did that when I was in Corona. I remember going to the uh -huh. store, and I'm like, oh, that's new. And it was Dose. And I, I honestly, Dose, if you're listening, I'm going to tag you to this. I tried to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't get it off. And the guy, the guy next door is uh, this guy, Tony, that cuts hair. He's looking at me because it's on his gate. And I'm like, Tony, did right. you, see, you see these fucking people? They, they put this, I'm trying to take it off. And well, he's you're like, doing him a he, favor. <laughs> yeah, he's laughing at me, right? So now... That's awesome. Rob, Rob brings up the same scenario, but then I go to Rob. I'm like, hey, Rob, not for nothing. This thing is so fucking nice that maybe, maybe you want people to take it. Oh, so right. <laughs> they can get it and, and collect right. it. <laughs> I don't know if he was wondering if I was out of my fucking mind or not, but that's that's right. like the vibe I caught from it. But right. like me, myself, I think, yeah, okay, I don't think I'm going to go around the neighborhood slapping them everywhere, but at the right. same time, I may choose some, you know, some spots 
to have it there permanently and then certain areas for people to take some. But basically, you know, like when I sell a T-shirt, I always throw in sticker packs, you know, and guys reach out to me. They're like, yo, dude, you know, I I sell sticker packs. You're giving that's too many stickers. Listen, I I apologize to everybody out there. I'm sorry I sell $10, $20 canvases, you know. Uh, that's just the way I feel. I feel that I should be, uh, I should be more honored that people want my work than me making a killing on my work. Uh, that's just right. me. Other people are in it for different reasons. But you so, know, that one piece alone, when I saw it, I'm like, Rob, this guy's fucking amazing. Uh, oh shit! I just blew up his name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there in the cut. But anyway, yeah, yeah. you know, he but he yeah, made a valid it's, point, it's, it's and not, I and I know. think and I think he's right. But at the same time, I like my point where he could literally someone could literally take it. Like you know, uh, you got uh, right. Uh, who who does it a lot? I I've seen Roxart, a uh, uh, bunch of guys. Uh, even uh, plasma slug, they'll they'll do a they'll they'll do a small canvas, and they'll screw it into a pole, you know, like the, the stop play, sign. Right, the you know, pole. they'll they'll run a screw yeah. through it with a nut runner, and people right. could go take it if they dare. Yeah. If not, it stays right. there. So your right. the concept of your material that Rob's uh, there we go again, in the cut <laughs> sent me, you know. He sent me like five of them, and I'm saying to myself, right. "What do I do with these? Do do I give them away when somebody orders something, or you know, I'll keep one for me?" And right. it's like now I understand what he's talking about. Do you want them to take them, or you right. don't want them to take them? You know, on my right. on my little mixing council, he sent me stickers, right? And he also sent right. me his pin. So what I did was, I took uh, actually he posted it. He you know. The, the logo of his, of his A is actually a pin. And I said, hey, listen, you know, I put that pin in your sticker before my kids steal it because my kids take all my shit. Right. You know what I'm <laughs> he started laughing, right. which I thought was fucking hilarious. But, uh, yeah. you know, I think you're more universal towards everyone out there. That, you know, I'm glad you took your privacy off your page. I'm hoping yeah. you're, you're getting additional followers that are just click and follow. Uh, you know, I hope right. you, your business blooms to, to something high, very highly successful. Because what, what I've seen through pitches only, just so everybody knows, I was very impressed by the stuff you had on your page. And I'm Thank sure you. if anybody puts in an order... I'm sure you're going to be very satisfied with it. You know, reach out to Graffiti Pete. Say, hey, listen, you know, I want to do this, this, and that. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure you'll take care of them like anybody else. And, uh, right. you know, hopefully hopefully, this shit just blows up, you know. And you know, I, yeah, I got to say it, it, thanks for even, you know, following and coming along with, yeah, okay, you know, we'll we'll talk about it or whatever the case may be with my clock yeah. because my clock is a piece yeah. that oh, I I've yet to I've yet to find and it's two years. Right. Uh, actually, um, Mother's Day was two years that I was here. Wow. So we're still looking yeah, for that we'll clock. That <laughs> we're still looking for the yeah, clock. Yeah, hopefully, we'll, hopefully we'll it care. comes to a closing. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it'll 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 be there. 
but yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, it's, 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 it's and like that's that type of scenario of, of like, like even just like, like regular conversations and they're like, Oh, I wonder if this and this, and it's like, it's everything's possible. You know, like it's like the two questions I, I always get is like, well, how much is it? And what's the turnaround time? And because it's just me, you know, turnaround time is pretty quick, you know, because I'm able, I'm able I have everything in, you know, in house, you know, most of the time, right. but I Absolutely. like, I like the different projects when people are like, Oh, you know, it'd be cool with, you know, is this possible or whatever it is? And, you know, I, I've done this and I've done stuff for, you know, you know, other artists and just like limited run stuff. And then I've done, you know, thousands of stuff for, you know, for other people. So it's a, it's a very wide thing. And that's, that's kind of like, because that's, that's all I do is do like, is do stuff with the laser or do whatever design work I can get or, or do, you know, in any of these, these hotels and, and big, uh, big jobs, you know, that I get a lot of it's, it's, you know, that's, I have to do all that stuff in order to, you know, to make it work, you know, so hustling and, and doing stuff for free, you know, for some people here and there, if it's my idea, like, Hey, I want, I, I want this person to, to, to see the shit that I, uh, that I could do. So I'll make it and then send it to them. And then hopefully that, you know, kind of grabs hold. Absolutely. And I think, off, I think know, that's so. a great idea. I mean, listen, sometimes you got to give a little to get and oh, definitely. The, the way you approach your, your business, I think it's very, very intelligent doing it that way because you know what yeah. they say, if you want to be a millionaire, you have to put in the work to be a millionaire. So if you put in sure. a million yeah. hours, you'll get the million dollars. But if you want to go to work right. on an eight-hour shift and only work one hour, you're not getting shit out of it. Right. And, and, that, right. and that's very, very accurate. So, sure. you know, me, I mean, I'm a little weird. I like certain things for certain parts of whether it's for the house or the back you know, the backyard or whatever the case right. may be. But to break it down to you, wood, I always loved wood. I don't have a lot of wood mm. things in my house because it's, yeah. I got to find the right piece. You understand? Now, right. do you know what a, do you know what a Volkswagen rabbit looks like? Of course. Yeah. Okay. When I had my car, my car was silver and the interior was blue and I hated it. So I upgraded right. it to the GTI interior, which were the Recaro seats that only right. came in two colors. It was a burgundy red and a blue, huh. right? Now, I hate blue. Okay. So, right. I decided to go with the burgundy, right? Now, since my car's a four-door, I couldn't get the door cards to match. Like, I did the headline mm -hmm. or I did the dash, I did the seats, the gear shift, the whole nine yards, right? Right. So, now... I'm like, what am I going to do to get red door cards? They, you know, they're called door cards. And yeah. um, I'm like, shit, I'm kind of fucked. So I was going to go to a, a guy on Queens Boulevard. I forgot the name of the place. And I was going to have him make them. Then I ran into this guy. We used to call him Horrorhead. He used to have this Suzuki with an open, with a, with a open pipe. And he used to pull wheelies oh. up and down 104th Street, right? <laughs> right. He, got in, he got into wood. And he has a barn out in Long Island where he produces a bunch of shit. <clears throat> so, here yeah, now, it's funny. I send him my door cards, and I'm like, hey, can you, on a, a thin piece of wood, can you replicate, you know, the, the, the cutout? And, you know, my interior's red. I got a mahogany mm. steering wheel, right? And he was like, yeah, man, no problem. He was like, uh, do you have the door pulls? So now the door pulls originally were like on, a, on an angle. He suggested yeah. to do the door pulls like the back doors, which is you stick your hands in it and you pull it. So, right. so uh, 
Yeah, go ahead. So what happened was I sent him the, the door pull for the back, and he goes, all right, I'm going to use solid oak for your door pulls. Mm. I forgot the wood. It's a thin wood for the door cards, right? He stained what? them to match my mahogany steering wheel, right? The door pulls, he did a different shade, right? And he goes, all you got to right. do to clean it, he goes, at least once a year, get uh, a wet rag, very, you know, not, not too wet, damp. Put, damp right, right. put vinegar on it and just wipe the doors. Huh. So now oh, this, wow. is, this is about 10 plus years that I got this made. And right. if I tell you I cleaned them twice, it's probably a lie. <laughs> I think I did it once. And these things yeah. look brand new. So people may say, what are you, crazy door in a car? You know, the wood for your door... When the right. day comes that we get together, you're going to see what mm -hmm. I'm talking about. And this was just thought up out of my head. You know what I'm saying? And just like yeah. the conversation we just had, bingo, the light goes on. You know, the cartoon character right. with the light bulb. And you're telling me, yeah, I could probably do this. I could probably do that. So, right. you know, if people out there have a vivid imagination and listen to the show or go check out your page, I'm sure you're going to wind up with some serious fucking projects. And that's my goal. My goal is always to help the next guy. So, wow, man. Yeah. Dude, I, I wish you a lot of success. I really do. Thanks, man. I really you appreciate know? it. And I thank uh, my, my friend in the cut. For, for even putting me yeah. on because you know what we do get busy yeah. you know sometimes we don't have time to go look at pages because of life in general work period right but uh right. this yeah. this to me is like a it's a godsend because hey you know people out there want something different and you definitely have the the different that people are looking for and uh it's a it's a great thing and you know with that you know, you you gotta you gotta thank the the media, social media, yeah, and just keep on. Yeah, going. If, if it's used right, you know, it could it could definitely be be a benefit. Though, like, like I don't get caught up in like personal beefs or any, or any sort of like I use it for for like work and trying to get in touch with people and shit like that. Like I don't make it like social hour. I you know, like every now and then I like the other day like, I went and I had a beer and I was like shit, I'm gonna post that. But I'm, I'm like I'm not I'm posting predominantly work. Or my, you know, or things that 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 I'm up to, just as kind of like as like website ish. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, you know, so it's you know, it's a bit, it, it's about the work. You know, at, at the end of the day, because that's that's what makes me be able to, you know, to have a, make a living. You know, and that's you know that's important and you know having you know when people have, have have different projects or or if i'm like if i like i'm gonna wrap my head around that, that clock today like crazy you know because it's like oh shit that'll, that'll be cool and i'll think of different different things and that's kind of also kind of why like my my business cards that i'll send to you are little fronts of trains um all I, at, you yeah, know, like that's the, the other train and that's the I'll, other thing i saw that i was like wow that shit is fucking hot <laughs> right. and it was like when, when i got the machine i was like i was like how am i gonna I, I, how am i gonna describe what this thing does when i meet somebody so i was like shit i'll just make cards with it you know i'll make my business cards out of it and at first i did a subway token where it, it said you know good for one fair or you know no, you know city mass transit whatever it was and on the back side had all the information so i'm able I, to, so that's i have i, give I have a, somebody. i have something else that i'm gonna but we're not gonna do it on the show because i don't want it out there but there is right. another idea uh that i was thinking as well which 
whether or not it's a project for me or maybe something you can use to gain more business, I think you'll right. like my idea. We'll talk, you know, we'll talk whenever. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure but, it out, uh, sure. Uh, yeah. Listen, your, your mind is very vivid from what I see. I don't Thanks. know you, just so everybody knows. Right. I yeah, have the we have gut... No, this is the first time we're actually speaking uh, with voice. Correct. I have a gut feeling, and when I have a gut feeling, my wife turned me on to this. She said, right. your gut never lies. Now, for me just seeing pictures and the conversation we're having on this interview, I could tell you that I have a lot of thought that I could give you as insight to come up with product to sell. Not right. that I'm looking for anything, because I'm not, but I think would benefit you as well, where people right. are going to just freak the fuck out. And as far as scale goes, your scale is pretty, pretty, you know, 12 by 24. That's a large yeah. scale for anybody. So if, yeah, and probably about you 10 inches deep. So to put something in there, there's, there's, you know. That's, 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 that's phenomenal. That really is phenomenal. Yeah. But listen, the, the conversation, the personal relationship is, is just begun. And, you know, yeah. in, in time, I, I believe that we can help each other out a lot. And uh, like yeah, I said, I'm what down. what you're standing behind uh, as your business, as your your money making, you know, for you and your family, I, I would stand mm -hmm. behind you in a heartbeat because yeah, I, I truly that believe. I really appreciate it. You know what you're what you're putting out there from what I've seen. Uh, you know, and I know you're very limited to your posts. I believe that you could take this several levels. Not not the next right. level. I, I think you could take right. this up ten levels. And um, yeah. listen, you know, we, we definitely need to meet. We definitely need to shoot yeah. the shit. And like I said, I got a lot of things that just popped into my head that I that I'd like to right. pass on to you, where I think would benefit you, because from what you're saying, yeah. you could take you could take anything and make it happen. And a lot of people out there like to make shit happen. And certain right. things that you can put out there are going to give them ideas for the next thing they want to do. So right. I think it's I think it I think this relationship is going to flourish. I think we're going to be friends for a very long time. And I think uh, I, agree. I think that you know what you put out there. I think you'll be able to retire off of this type of shit because this isn't <laughs> just <be> about <laughs> art. It's I not just. I won't even retire. I just keep doing it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, I I understand. But yeah. this is beyond and graffiti look, I only have and beyond the machine art. Two years. Right. Yeah, it is, and that's like, like I I only have the machine two years, so like I even feel like I'm I'm kind of still scratching the surface. Like I'm I'm, I'm right under the surface. Well, with, you scratched with, with it pretty like, good I'm sure so it could far. Do things that I don't even know yet. You know? Right. Right. And I'm sure with you know, technology so it's, it's in the future, I'm sure the advancement is gonna progress as well you know as far as upgrading yeah, you know your 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 right. uh your machine and whatnot this is yeah. great i mean I I, fabulous yeah. this is fabulous like i started getting into like like when i got the machine and and now i it could do all these things and i i, I almost it's almost like like I, I almost as much as i do my own artwork i don't really like sell my own artwork i'll i'd rather do uh, do things with other people's artwork and 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 make money 
with them and for them. You know what I'm saying? Like it's right. almost like like that type of thing because because it's no like I don't I don't know anybody else that has one that's using it for what I'm using it for mm-hmm. and 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 I think that for me to you know to to it, to show it to to other people that that are talented and move their things to, to, to the next level also is where is where I would be happy also like I don't it's almost like like the kid who, who like you know like played football in, in in high school and and maybe wasn't good enough to play college or you know or pro then he right. did something else like this is my something else like I don't know, like he becomes an agent or becomes like a, a coach it's like that's kind of where I feel like I'm fit in because I've had art shows and I do a lot of my own artwork but like I, that's not where I belong you know like I'm I like the manufacturing end of it. I like the fabrication end of it, you know, with my stuff. And I, 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 I kind of practice with my stuff and then show it to do other people's stuff. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. doing things with other people and for other people, because there are, you know, you know, there's a billion, like there's a billion really, really great artists that maybe don't have the, the capacity to produce something that I'm able to do. And I'm, I'll work with people and say, nailed right, it on the head. let's figure it out. And you know what I mean? So, you know, so things, things work out, you know, um, all, all around because like I said, this, this is a technology that not many people have. I think everybody went into like the 3D printer age, which is great, mm-hmm. but I, that wasn't where I wanted to go. Like I wanted to do the etching bit just because I felt like I had more options. You know, there's a lot yeah. more, you know, a lot more to it with a, with a, a 3D printer where there's a lot more like after after it's made, you got to refine it and sand it and you know massage it or do whatever you got to do with it. With my shit, you put it in, it's done, and it's it's all like and it's 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 etched and cut out in in two moves, and I, then I have a sticker. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you know, like, like having like like those in in the cut stickers are dope, and like you want to keep them, but you don't want to, you know. But like the thing is, I could continue to make them. You know, I could so I like I always carry. Like a bag of stickers I make on me at at all times, you know, for just like you said, for like those little spots I want to put one up here and there, mm-hmm. also, or also for business reasons, just to show somebody in real life what what it could do, yeah. you know. So that's why like, I I go to a lot of events. I try to go to a lot of events, you know, if my schedule permits, and networking at those type of events because like I said it, it's just me. Like I don't have anybody that's like doing my books or doing my ordering or, or mailing my shit out. Like I got to do every step. So, right. you know, so that's why things, you know, I, that's why, you know, maintaining a website is, is impossible for me at this point. Thank God. Uh, thank God for my wife. You know? Thank God for my wife. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, and actually right, today, right. Pete, today is, is our yeah. anniversary. We're, we're, oh, we're happy 20, 20 years together, married 18, man. And oh, let me tell you something. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't put it out there enough. But my wife, seriously, is the best thing that ever happened to me and my kids. Me too. But yeah, uh, yeah my wife does it all for me. Thank, thank you. She's yeah. a godsend. Yeah, like my, my wife, my wife, you know, she's she's behind me a hundred percent. And you know, like, and a lot of the things that I do, you know, it's like she's like the first person that like I'll, I'll bounce the idea off of. Oh, because yeah, they're the best. There's been a lot of really bad ideas that have been diverted. Yep, let me tell you, man. She's like, babe, no, I don't think so. Let me let me tell you. Think think about that a little harder. Yeah, yeah, I gotta get it. But having that support is you can't beat that. You know what I mean? You can't beat that that support where it's like, and it's honesty. I don't want anybody blowing smoke. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what like like if I'm like, hey, what do you think? And she's like, I don't know. I think maybe try like this or like I'm open to suggestions. That's what you know. When I went to design school. 
briefly. Uh-huh. I learned that was the most thing I learned was like how to take constructive criticism right. and how not to take shit personally. And and I I kind of go with that kind of method of thinking. I'm like a half full type of guy, right? Because it's like I, if if someone else is doing it, I could do it, and if if I if I could do it, then I could do it better. You uh, know what uh, I mean? So it's, I got a it's, question. I got a question. Are you yeah. are you Catholic? Um, um, yeah, I was I was right. raised that way, yeah. but I don't I don't right. practice at all. You know okay, what I'm good. Like, so you're yeah. like me. You're like me then. But you know what yeah. I you know what I strongly believe in, which I know, is, I know, which I know is what against us, is, <laughs> uh, which is against what I'm going to say. Yeah, I was born and raised Catholic. Yes, I wear a cross around my neck uh, ever since I was born. Uh, not a mm-hmm. day goes by that I take a chain off, and if I do get a new chain. Uh, it always has a cross, and it would replace that one. So I, since right. I've been a baby, I've always had a necklace, a chain, or whatever you want to call it, with a cross on it. Uh, I right. don't go to church. You know, I say I'm Catholic because that's the way I was born and raised. But right. and 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 I tell you, you know, Catholic people that are heavily into it, they'll 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 be messaging me, "You're an asshole." But do you know? <laughs> do you know? And it comes behind the wife, right? And there's a lot of there's a story that I have behind it, but I'm not going to get into that. But you see, you were saying my wife, the criticism, and me, my wife is my, she's my everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being raised Catholic, right? I I have one one thing that goes against it, right? And, and it's this: I believe God, right? Everybody has a faith, and there's always a God, right? Mm-hmm. But right. I, me, Alski, the Alski show guy, the voice, whatever the fuck you want to call me, the guy, the person, I believe God is a woman. Oh. How the fuck you like that? That's, that's interesting. Shit, I just shut you up, too. Is it, isn't it? Think about it. Yeah, I mean. Think about it. I mean, it. it's like, you know, right. Think about it. You, you know, know the, the only thing that it, it's one of those things where it, it, it couldn't, it could never ever be proven or disproven. So it, you know, it, it's basically, it's you know, that's that's what you think, and that's your opinion. Right. And I, but like, I, it's I, you know, who knows? No yeah. one, no one will ever know. You know, you know the question: Who came first, the chicken or the fucking egg? Right. Okay. Forget that. Yeah. Who is yeah. God? Is it a man or a woman? Now. This is the way I look at life, right? If there's no wife, there's no children, right? Right. Now, listen, mm-hmm. this, this, this world was created, man and woman, Adam and Eve and all that shit, right? The devil and this and that, whatever, whatever the fuck they want to say. Me, personally, forget the chicken, forget the egg. <laughs> it's man or woman, right? Because right. you know, they yeah. ask you about the chicken and the egg, but how the fuck did the chicken get the egg? How did the egg become right. the chicken... And who came? Right. That's a <laughs> centrifugal question. Yeah, it's true. It's the centrifugal question that just goes around right. and goes around. But it's it's true. So the, the way I, I look I at think, it, like I wouldn't be able to do a lot of things if you know, like without her being like, yeah, like oh, like pushing. You know, like I'm I'm pretty headstrong. There but you it's go. like one of those things. I'm like I don't know. You know, and it's not you got without you know, without like, so your wife. Without yeah. your wife, you're like me, helpless. Yeah. Just like everybody else out there. That's the way I feel. So you know what? The Alski show says God is a woman. There's no chicken. There's no egg. <laughs> right. How do you like that? Get them deep fried. There right. you go. That works out. That's it. Well, you have any shout outs before <laughs> we wrap this up? Because yeah, it's Memorial Day weekend. It's my anniversary. I'm sure you want to be with your oh. family. 
and uh, this was yeah, a fabulous yeah, we're interview. Gonna, I mean, we're going to get together. Yeah, well, we're going to do a lot of things yeah, together. And hey, get those get those shout outs going. And me personally, I, I need to thank In the Cut for for this very uh, very awesome experience that I just went through today. Take it away, Graffiti yeah, Pete. I, Shout them out. Yeah, I um, you know, I'll, I'll second that to uh, all the guys that in the cut. It was, there was, you know, meeting people and doing those things. You know, is great. But you know, shout out to you know to everybody. It is is honestly too many too many to mention um but you know everybody that you know that knows me and knows my drive and knows uh you know knows who i am you know knows that uh you know mad respect goes out to everybody and to you ask you you know for sure for uh for taking the time and uh for being interested and uh i can i i plan on uh continuing and uh we'll we'll definitely Don't stop. get some Don't shit stop, going. Yeah. do not stop you know, well that's right Another one under the belt, kids. Anyway, I would like to thank Graffiti Pete. Graffiti Pete, you're you're awesome, man. And uh, you know what? Uh, Cheers to you, your family, everyone out there. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. Have a safe, safe. Look out for motorcycles. That's it. Get the fuck off those cell phones. We are insurance, insurance patrons as well. And uh, with that That's being right. said, we are like a trout, bitches. Mr. Graffiti Pete. Right on, brother. Have a good weekend. You I'll are the you man. We, yes, yes, Thanks, definitely, brother. definitely. Later. Thank you. Right. right on. Later. Later. People, I got to say, you know, I love my show. I love what I do. Uh, if I could help you, please reach out to me, you know. Uh, if I could get you on as an interview, you got any good ideas, any good products, hit, hit me up, man. You know. With that being said, uh, thank you. I love you all, man. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Robert Hendricks, may you rest in peace. And thank you for your services to our country. Remember, Memorial Day weekend isn't about the pool and the barbecues and the beers. It's giving thanks to our, uh, our service people. Tune in each and every Sunday. Click on the link. On the Alski Show page or on Alski OTC Kings page. Check out the website, www.outtocrash.com. Go check out my brother Graffiti Pete's page. It's just like that, Graffiti Pete. And uh, also, my brother In The Cut New York. Check him out.